be my this this is gonna be a long night i can tell already all right are you ready to record a podcast we can't now we can't use any of this because it's copyright infringement remember that commercial i don't it was for Dijonais. Really? Let me tell you. Dijonais is a combination between Dijon mustard and what? And mayonnaise. Oh. And I'm pretty sure it was sold by the was sold by the French's mustard company. I could be wrong. I do like talking through my nose. I, I think the listeners it's hate it. And as something. as one of four listeners, I can I can say yes, we hate it. I think that it makes me sound distinguished. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I am one of your hosts. My name is Mike. I am your other host. My name is Morgan. Okay, holy shit. Morgan is on some kind of drugs or alcohol. It's called Rose Wine. She will not stop singing. And this and is gonna be a musical it's gonna be. It's gonna be a long one, guys. This, I'm just going to tell you right up front, yeah. this might be a skipper. This might be a comeback next week kind of deal. I feel like any podcast episode of ours where it's just the two of us, it's kind of a skip situation. <laughs> um, what if really, this is somebody's first episode? No. Then they're just going to assume that all we do is hey. annoying, talking over each other, singing. Hey, sweet honey. And that's only most of the time. Sugar bear, let me tell you a story. First time listeners who are you in for a treat, this is a classic episode. I, I can tell already. You're a first-time listener. Just know that you should be listening to an episode where it's just not the two of us, because the two of us is no good. No, these are the fun episodes. These are the silly episodes. These are the where episodes things go. where things go Morgan, wrong. you gotta tone it down. Oh my god. What are we doing in this okay, episode? Okay, so hey, it's... Hey, Michael. Hey. Yes. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm so blessed to be at the podcast booth in Los Angeles, California with you. Praise be. How was your week? Great. We don't usually do banter. Why are we doing banter? I'm. It's Sunday night. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, basically it's 10.30, but for Morgan that's... It's 2 o'clock on MJ That's four time. hours past her bedtime, so... Ooh. I can't believe we're recording. I thought we were going to wait for another day listen, because this is so late. Listen. What what did you do this week? I don't know. Worked. That's it? You didn't do anything fun? I don't think so. All work and no play makes Mike an adult boy. Yeah, it makes Mike an adult boy, yes. Yeah, okay. What did you do? What is your What are you chomping at the bit to say? I worked. I That's on, it? I went on safari. I conquered the world, Michael. When you say you went on safari, you mean you opened up safari on your computer. Michael! What are we doing on this episode? Uh, we're going to watch. This is going to be our fourth episode devoted to Friends Before Friends. Friends Before Friends. They were there before. They made Friends the TV show. Clap, clap, clap. Um, so this we've done. Who have we done? Walk me through it. We've this done. This is my first episode and I don't know what you're talking about. What is Friends. Friends? Just kidding. Everybody's seen Friends or knows what it is. So, Michael, the first episode on this brave journey we call a podcast, we did The Trouble with Larry, which starred... Bronson Pinchot. And also... Courtney Cox. Thank you. And then, 
I don't know what episode it was. We did a show called Second Chance. Mm-hmm. And did we give it a second chance? We did not. We did not, no. And that starred? That was Matthew Perry. Thank you. A.K.A. the Chan Chan Man. And then... We got his best bud, Mr. Joey Tribbiani. On Top of the Heap, which is a spinoff of... Married with Children's. Thank you. And then now we're going to move on to a little-known actress. Lisa Kudrow. Nope. She is the star of stage, probably not, (laughs) of big screen and little screen. Uh, She's hung out with leprechauns. She's hung out with... Brad Pitt. Charlie Day. Naked. And Brad Pitt naked, definitely. Don't bring that up. Um, Too soon. maybe they might be back together. That's what the grocery store tabloids are telling me. Oh, wouldn't that make your heart so happy? Mm, I don't know what it would make me feel. Probably For Brad to be back together. Is that what they're called? Yes. Um, uh, It's Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Let's let's get it out there. We've been been teasing it. I've been told only drinks, eats like a little bit of chicken and greens a day. And that's why she's so thin. And I wish I could do that. So you know what? Say what you want about Jennifer Aniston. I will. I'll say all kinds of things about Jennifer Aniston. Anything I want. She's very disciplined. And um, I guess I've heard that she's very naughty, actually. Ooh. Uh, wow. That's what I heard from from my boy, John Mayer. So what is this? Just kidding. John Mayer is not my boy. Ew, gross. What is the show about? We didn't even say what the show is. Hey, Michael, what's the show? Okay. So this is, we're doing Ferris Bueller, (gasps) co-starring Jennifer Aniston. What? Um, I don't have any info about it because we just decided to do this at the last second. Okay. So it is from, its debut was on August 23rd, 1990 on NBC. It is, of course, a spin-up spin off of the classic 1986 John Hughes film Ferris Bueller's Day Off starring one Matthew Perry Broderick and yes also starring Matthew Perry is he the shot the sausage king of Chicago that's what they say Mr. Froman Abe Froman yeah let's can we just watch Ferris Bueller the movie I honestly would be so happy if we could just watch the movie right now it's yeah. one of my favorites this i mean this seems like inherently the problem with the show is that ferris bueller is by most accounts a perfect comedy film yes um and is cast immaculately mm-hmm. by matthew broderick who basically has done nothing else good in his entire career well and everybody in this kills it i think mia sarah is perfect yeah, I think alan ruck alan amazing. Ruck is amazing god rest his soul um convicted child pornographer uh what's jeffrey jones thank you he's not dead but his career sure is yeah no god can we just take a minute for jeffrey jones jeffrey jones i know i know you're listening right now boy we have to get in this on the show um you have disappointed me greatly and you've just you've disappointed the entire world he was a great character actor now i can't can't, like enjoy anything with him in it you fucked up is that okay to say yeah oh yeah i'll put the explicit tag on this one you fucked up continue i mean it's edgy condemning child pornographers but mm-hmm. uh you know what i'm i'm willing to take that leap yeah i me too i'm gonna say i'm gonna stand with you on this you one. heard it first here yeah very first this is in the news okay so th- this has nothing to do with the tv show but because the tv show is so well cast the tv show because the movie is so well cast and is so perfectly executed it seems like you probably shouldn't try to recreate that magic Hey, the TV show might be perfectly cast. We don't know yet. We're not sure, but I'm guessing it's not because it only lasted lasted 13 episodes and I believe was canceled like after like a couple of episodes. Like they were like, no. The big big issue that people say is that 
a television show called Parker Lewis Can't Lose came on the same year. Um, and Parker Lewis Can't Lose, a show that I've never seen, so cannot uh, vouch for, is supposed to be very much in the spirit of, of Ferris Bueller's Day Off with a better cast and without having to live up to the expectations of, say, a John Hughes classic teen comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're watching. We're watching Ferris Bueller, just called Ferris Bueller, not Ferris Bueller's Day at, at TV Land or something. I don't know. They didn't come up with a, a clever... Yeah, I think they could do better. Yeah, just Ferris Bueller. It's a little boring. Uh, I know that Jennifer Aniston plays his sister, so I guess that would be the Jennifer Grey role. Yeah, that would definitely be the Jennifer Grey role. Um, Hey, two Jennifers. Why don't they just call it two Jennifers? (laughs) Because they're not on the same show. Continue. So this is a a show, and it's a comedy that got canceled very quickly. Um, This comes up pretty frequently in the list of bad TV shows. It doesn't have too awful of a rating. Uh, it's got a 5.4 on IMDb. So pretty bad, but not like awful. Who's playing Ferris Bueller? Um, I'm guessing nobody that we know. Okay. Let's see. His name is Charlie Schlatter. Oh, you know, C-slat. Everybody's favorite. Um, let's see. Burp. What is he? What is he from? He is apparently in the film 18 again, um, which is weird because. Matthew Perry is in the sort of remake, 17 again. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. He was on Diagnosis Murder. That's not a real show. <laughs> He's on a lot of TV. Don't waste He's your time. Everyone knows C. Schlatt. Oh, Jesus. We got to go back. This guy's on a lot of stuff. He's in a TV show called Fish Police. So um, that, is that a stay tuned? I that, think it might be. That's worth looking into. That had six episodes, so even... Holy mackerel guys guys did you hear me he's also holy mackerel michael didn't hear it that was nice it's fine continue uh he's also on the sonic the hedgehog tv series as a tales additional voices oh he's in the movie ed what with matt leblanc dude this guy's all over the friends is that the one with the monkey yeah or yeah it's a chimpanzee but yeah have i seen that movie where he plays baseball wait is a chimpanzee and an ape I just yeah, found out. Is. I just found out that there's a TV show on Jumanji, and this guy's in it. This guy just make TV shows based on movies. It's a specialty. Is did you know there was a Jumanji TV show? I did not. This is now. This is just blowing my mind. This is just going to be coming into like IMDb down the hole. Three. Welcome se- to IMDb down the hole. Three seasons. Three seasons of Jumanji. Uh, I don't know. We'll oh, get. Gee. We'll have to look into this one later. But uh, that's blowing my mind. Okay, so Ferris Bueller. What do we expect from this? Um, I'm expecting, uh, one like plot wise, one musical break. Oh, got it. Oh no. Oh yeah. Before we get to our predictions, let's go to our expectations. I'm thinking they're just vastly so, different. Well, because I assume we're going to watch the pilot. I mean, we don't have to. What do you, I think we probably should though, but you want to watch just a random app? Uh, no, I, maybe we should watch the pilot. So from the pilot, I mean, it's going to be a precocious teenage boy sophomore junior year um who just charms his way through everything a lot of like (laughs) smirking at the camera when things aren't going the way that he wants it to go but he somehow talked his way into it Mm -hmm. that's a deceptively difficult role to play though it's a very zach what's his face yeah you'd have to be a a a mark paul gosler to pull this off yeah for sure what's his name Uh, zach morris zach morris thank you i needed it thank you yeah Thank you for being there for me, Michael. Michael, thank you for being my rock. Continue. No problem. I'm here for you always. What are you expecting from this? I'm expecting 
I don't know. Do you think it'll just be like the TV show, or do you think it'll be like like Saved by the Bell more? You think it'll be about like the high school and? I feel like it's gonna it be a little be, Saved by the Bell. It can't just be him ditching school, right? There has no, to be a plot. No, I think he's just gonna. So be... This is like the rest of the time the, we saw his day off. Yeah. Which hey, that was actually a break mm-hmm. from the norm. Yeah. For old FB. Yeah, but I think he is. I can't think of him except for Zach Morris. And now I'm thinking that Saved by the Bell. Just like a dark-haired Zach Morris? Yeah. I'm assuming he's going to have dark hair. It'd be crazy if they cast him with somebody with light hair. With like a blonde hair. Or, oh, oh my God, a ginger. Oh, my no God. No one's going to believe I would that. Flesh, I would flesh out. I would fl- Are you okay? <laughs> Are you having a seizure? I was going to say I would flesh this show toast? right down the toilet. But apparently, that is a difficult sentence to say. Well, that sounds like that's exactly what people did with this flush show. Flush this show so down the toilet. It could be a ginger. And they were like, you know. It's possible. Gross. Or- and what are we thinking? Apologies to Serenity. <laughs> Continue. What are we thinking in terms of Jennifer Aniston's performance? Are we thinking first? Are we thinking like main player? Or are we thinking like she's got five minutes of screen time like Allie Hannigan? I think it's going to be an Allie Hannigan situation. But I think that she's going to be very much Jennifer Aniston in it. I oh, think you she's th- going to be well, Rachel. Yeah. Because uh, that's all. I mean, God bless her. God, She God doesn't have a whole lot of range. Her. No. But what she does... Is memorable. Yeah, I, I I like Jennifer Aniston. She's a good comedic actress and occasionally a good serious actress. But that's a light occasional. It's a very occasional. But when she wants to bring it, I've seen her bring it. Um, I watched the trailer for Cake. I know what's going we on. We all saw the tra- listen. We all saw the trailer for Cake, <laughs> and we were like, "Hey, this is something I could get behind." But I just don't have the time nor the interest. I will tell you, however. Who does have some acting chops? Who? Motherfucking uh, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, no, Lisa... Honestly, guys, guys, are you not watching Lisa Kudrow and things? Well, she just does... She just has a shitty agent or something or a shitty uh, filter on what she takes because she's a fantastic actress. Like, I mean, legit, like, I would say, like, she's one of the best actresses working today. And she she never gets anything. Well, she might just be particular and... And only chooses garbage comedies to be in. Hey, to, she's an easy A. Yeah, she is an easy A, but she has a tiny role in it, which she like knocks out of the she park. Does. By the she way, does an incredible she commits a hundred percent to a very small role. Well, she's in the comeback. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that for later because that might be my recommendation. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, um, scratch this. Hey, Jeremy, cut this out. Thank you. No, that's fine. Who cares? Nobody's like waiting in anticipation <laughs> for my recommendations. Jeremy, anyway, Jeremy, uh, I mean, she's all right in the Good Girl, Jennifer Aniston. One of her, serious, like her or, in, serious or roles. For comedy, I like her in Horrible Bosses. She's great in Horrible Bosses. She's great in Office Space, a she's, minor character, but but she really makes it mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. She's great in, uh, what's that one? I'm running out of Jennifer Aniston movies. She's the, she's the stripper. Perfect. Picture Perfect with Kevin Bacon. No, the stripper. And Moore. The stripper role. The stripper role. With Jason Sudeikis. No, that's Horrible Bosses. Who's in that movie? Which one are you talking about? The RV movie. Is that oh, Jason Sudeikis? like We're the Millers? Yeah. Yeah, that movie wasn't awful. No, she's great in it, I yeah. thought. I mean, she's just Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, people know who Jennifer Aniston is. She's hey one guys. of the most famous people on the planet. I mean, what what the fuck are you doing if you don't know who What are your is? thoughts on Jennifer Aniston? Let's put up a poll up. We've never yeah. put up a poll hey. before. Hey, tweet at Michael. I want to... What, what, what are the polls? What do you think of Jennifer Aniston? Yes? No? I'll tell you later. Or tuna sandwich. Or tuna sandwich. I think it's perfect. Look for that poll and please vote with your heart. Yeah, vote with. I mean, Jesus is watching. Continue. <laughs> I um, had a lot of rosé tonight. 
Let's move on. What do we? We didn't even say what we expect from the show. It doesn't matter. Probably going to be Ferris I did. Bueller I a TV said show. It's just going to be a charismatic kid. Specifics it's going to be now. Zach Morris. Specifics now. Yes. We're getting into Pacifics. The specific ocean. Morgan, give me one. I'm going to expect a musical break. That would be so cool, but there's almost no way. I mean, it's not going to be a licensed musical break. Do you, it's going to be like Muzak? Yeah. And he's going to be dancing. It's going to be Muzak Morris. And and singing like... That was good, guys. Adam, if, I, if I had said that joke, Morgan would be rolling her eyes so hard. But Adam she wants, would appreciate it. She wants some appreciation. Thank you. I don't even think Adam listens to our show. He does not. <laughs> So I'm going to say that there's going to be a scene, or it's going to be a basketball game. <gasps> be a ball game. Where he's not going to play, because Ferris Bueller's too cool for basketball, too cool for sports. But he's going to have some kind of scheme involving the basketball game. I'm going to think on <gasps> science fair. Are we just thinking of different things that Ferris Bueller can like pull pranks on? Yes. So science fair, basketball, these are pretty typical uh, high school things. Just not a dance. Something. Are you going to pull a dance? No, I'm not going to put it. I'm going to guess that there probably is going to be a dance no. involved in here. In the pilot? Sure. High schools have dances all the time. No, choose something more adventurous. I said I wasn't going to pick that. Okay. I'm going to say there's going to be a prank involving an animal. Animal prank. Pro- possibly. That's... A cross between probably and possibly. Um, it's going to be a pig. Parentheses pig. I'm gonna Bonus guess points if it's a pig. Plus bonus. I'm going to guess that he needs to ask out the... He's going to ask out... What's her name? In the in the show? Mm-hmm. I mean, on the movie? Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Simone. Sim- Simone? Is that right? Pretty sure. Is that right? I'll look it up right now. But I'm pretty sure. Keep, keep talking. Um, and then he's got to come up with a really, he's got to come up with a scheme. And I think it's going to involve a flower and water balloons and a carnival. Okay. Everybody out there shouting at their radio. I was pretty close. Okay. It's Sloan. Sloan. Thank you. I was like, Simone is not right. Sloane. Simone. It's pretty close. What's I'm gonna the guess next thing that you guess? Edie McClurg is going to make, is going to be a regular. She's <gasps> going to be on the show. Okay. Edie McClurg. John Hughes regular Edie McClurg. Okay. She's the All lady right. that says, you're fucked. You're on fact. On Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Maybe the funniest <gasps> movie ever made. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, no. There's somebody here. Oh, hello. Hello. Come in. Who's here? Hello, Michael. Hello, Morgan. Oh my God! Hi, yeah. I heard so you long. talking about my one of my favorite classic films, The Ferris Bueller's A Day Off, and I just would like to say that this is one of my favorite films, and I'm so glad to be here with you today on the watching of the television program. Oh, we have a, spe- a very special guest with us today, uh, Liz Bootley, making her first return since the second episode of Bad Reception. Hello, good day. I thought she was banned, um, but apparently she is. she's here. She made it her way in past the uh, bodyguards and past the uh, whoever else Michael, we have protecting us. Michael, you can't keep a good man down. That's one thing I've learned. Morgan, you haven't said a lot in the past little um, bit. Well, I'm just, I don't think people appreciate her beauty. Um, whenever Liz, Liz Bootley, I'm sorry, Liz, I said Luz. Oh, Liz that's Bo- okay. Uh, wow, Michael, that's really offensive. She's here and she can speak for herself. <laughs> no, I can speak for myself. Thank you. 
When Liz is here, I am so enamored with her blouse. And her blouse. She has giant bosoms. Um, She would give uh, Dolly Parton a run for her money. But um, Nothing to say about that, Liz. uh, I just want to say that I really appreciate you for coming in today. You're welcome, Morgan. Um, okay, cool. Oh, I hope what our listeners have been next? drinking. If they're gonna <laughs> if they're gonna get this one down, they're gonna need to be drinking. Michael, all of our listeners are heroin addicts. What was that? Heroin addicts. <laughs> got it. Heroin addicts. Is <laughs> that Glad. clean? That was clean. We got it. <laughs> Thank you. Um so yeah, I think that's gonna do it. We've been rambling. Can we watch the program now? I think we can. Okay. Um we're gonna watch this and uh catch you later, dudes. Catch on the flip side. I was, I was trying to think of something for his floppy would floppy. say. Is no, that what not Ferris what he would say. say. No. Matthew Broderick as me? No way. He's too white bread. Too, too dimensional. Too, too tootsie. Goodbye. And we're back. Classic. Okay, so we just watched. We just watched Ferris Bueller, the TV show. You know what, Michael? I don't. What? Life is one damn thing after another. Life is like a box of chocolates. If you don't look around once in a while. People are going to eat your chocolates. I mean, true words have never been spoken before because that is not in the movie nor in the TV show. No, we open up with Ferris Bueller himself. Ferris Bueller, the the way you know and love him. Just exactly the same. No differences whatsoever. Nope, none. Uh, He's a dead ringer for Matthew Broderick. And boy, if he doesn't bring the charm. Oh, my God. I am just kidding. They cast the worst person. Literally, I think I just spent the last 24 minutes watching a bowl of oatmeal get microwaved. I mean, kind of worse than that. Oh, my God. So think of, like, how charismatic Matthew Broderick is as Ferris Bueller. How lovable, how instantly amazing he is. Like, you're just like, oh, this is the coolest dude. Effortless. This guy is the exact opposite of that. Literally, as soon as he opens his mouth... It is like garbage spewing from the sewer. He's like a youth pastor in Bakersfield. No one's buying it. <laughs> That's a classy I, phrase. I, I, was, I was on board, <laughs> but I wasn't sure where you were going with it. And I'm not even sure I understand where you went with it. But I will say that he is a lot like a youth pastor in Bakersfield. Um. So we open up with with our some really really awful music well yeah that's what it sounds like we have our ferris bueller addressing the movie head on yeah well first of all he talks he breaks fourth wall classic ferris bueller i mean we we should have expected that that. yeah and i should have marked that down but he does he opens up with a line life is one damn thing after another and then he's like, hey, y'all seen the movie, right? He's like, Matthew Braddock. Matthew Braddock, more like Matthew Schmarrick. Yeah, he's like, give that, that, give that, me a break. That asshole's a piece of shit. 
and then that's you know the show's gonna be edgy because he's yeah. just dropping these swears and left like, and right double birds everywhere uh he pulls out a cardboard cutout of matthew broderick as ferris bueller, ferris bueller in his cheetah print vest and this kid has a motherfucking chainsaw and he's like oh you all seen the movie that they tried to make of my life with this stupid bitch yeah, that's get ready for the real deal, motherfuckers. And he chainsaws this cardboard, card, cardboard, cardboard. Yes, uh, this is an actual cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick. And he chainsaws it, and he cuts off his head, yep. and he says, "Suck it, welcome to welcome to Ferris Bueller, bitches." And then he's like, he "Said hey, bitches already like five times." Yeah, I mean, I mean, he this says is it a real. lot. He's straight. Um, and then he's, he's like, "Oh, you said he's street, right?" Yeah, I thought you said he's straight, and I was like. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I mean, he's heterosexual. Right. He's saying like, and I'm not gay for Matthew Broderick. Let's just make that clear. Yeah. I mean, it it needed to be said. It did. Um, And then he's got music blasting, which is terrible. And then we get a close up of Jennifer Aniston curling her eyelashes. And she's like, the music is loud. Does he need to be blasting his goddamn music? She's just being Rachel, but like the annoying Rachel, not like the good Rachel. Yeah, and then he says something that I think is not only a jab at Jennifer Aniston, but a jab at Jennifer Grey. Yes, it is. Both. He says something about her nose job, mm-hmm. which is, I'm going to say it's rude. Yeah, it seems to be a recurring thing with Jennifer Aniston. She has the, the joke in Friends as well. And Jennifer Grey did have a nose job. Yeah, and it took her funny away. I know, so. it really killed her. <sighs> I'm going to pour one out for Jennifer Gray's. I met Jennifer Gray, and she was super nice. So, Well, we saw Joel Gray. Do we want to talk about that? Is Are they related? Joel Gray's her dad. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my God, Michael. We did. Now, I've seen the whole Gray family. Okay. And I saw Clark Gregg, too, her husband. So. We saw Joel Gray at a screening of Cabaret, and it was literally, it's probably the defining moment of my entire life. It was pretty amazing. So. It's a lot more interesting than this TV show that we watched, so, which had mm, zero musical numbers. Spoiler alert, no musical numbers but we in get this. Some, we get a lot of ridiculous original themes. Oh, the original themes in this as are well so as a, a good chunk of money spent on licensing licensed pop music so he then he says hey oh this is before we introduce jennifer aniston but he says this is television this is real and i was like oh god already this is so awful also can i do my ferris bueller impression yeah uh, hey i'm ferris bueller guys He's got this, like, really high-pitched, raspy voice. Well, here's the deal, though. We're not setting this in Chicago, are we? It is not. This is in Santa Monica. Yeah. We're doing a really terrible uh, Southern Californian hang 10. They were going to film it in California either way, and they figured, hey, we're not going to do a good job selling Chicago. Let's just make it L.A. I commend them for their commitment. So we were. I don't. We talked about Zach Morris at the top of the show, and now I just want to watch Zach Morris in Saved by the Bell. Yeah, he's way cooler than this, this Joker. This guy sucks. He yeah, sucks. He this sucks. show sucks. He's... We're gonna say we're not saving this for our. <laughs> this show sucks up front. Okay, let's get into it. I'll save it, uh, but I will say that he sucks for sure. So we get a great '90s theme, and by great, I mean it's. Well, you're skipping all the rest of the beginning. All right, of this. just get through it then. All right. I mean, there's kind of a lot. 
Uh, we introduce uh, Jennifer Aniston as his sister. She's jealous, just like in the movie. She has a car and he doesn't, just like in the movie. Um, he goes to his super awesome computer and starts introducing us to the other characters on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduces us to Cameron, he's who says he's a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And then introduces us to Sloane, who he has not ever met before. Yeah. Which is weird because I thought the movie was based on his life. Yeah. We're already having issues. Yeah, I'm not sure why that happened, but it is what Morgan said initially, where it's like going back in time for when he meets her, mm-hmm. which is weird that you called that. Um, but point for Morgan. Because I'm brilliant. And it's Amy Dolans, who, if you don't know who she is, she's like kind of a scream queen from the late 80s, early 90s. And she's blonde. So it's really weird that she's playing Mia Sarah's part. She looks nothing like her. But it doesn't seem like they were too... Although the actor that's playing Cameron kind of looks like Alan. I mean, kind of looks like Alan. Kind of. I mean, he looks more like Alan Ruck than this guy looks like. Santa Claus. Well, that too. (laughs) Uh, More than this main actor looks like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. He talks to the camera again. He says, Mikasa is su casa. And in the kind of like grating awful way that makes you want to punch him in the face. What do we have on his walls? I know for sure we have like. It's, uh, it's the British. The What's that called? Union Jack. Thank you. Um, it's supposed to be decorated like his room in the movie. He has the Union Jack. He has Jack. like music and television or movies. Yeah, he's got this. a big stereo system like he does in the movies. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, and uh, don't touch my stereo, bud. And then he leaves and then he comes back and he's like, hey, you know what? On second thought, might be a good idea for you to come with me and I'll show you the ropes around this here parts. And then we finally get to our opening credits, which are, oh my God. I mean, they're so bad. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. This is literally stinging every scene. Ferris Bueller. It's not good. And that visuals are literally... The same exact thing as Home Improvement. Am I wrong? Ah, uh, yeah, you're it's right. It's exactly Home Improvement, which this is Actually. probably before Home Improvement. It's just him, but it's exclusively Ferris Bueller. No other characters, and he's obviously on a green screen. But the way that the way that it's flowing and the way that he's like looking off screen at things and like the letters falling down on top of him and stuff, I was like, yeah, it's the style of mm-hmm. it. It's really weird. It's hard to explain, but it when feels is Home just Improvement? Like, uh, it's early '90s. I'm not sure. Hmm. Probably like '92. Okay, so this precedes it. Then. It does, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's not like ripping it off, but it just was weird. There wasn't any of the cool stuff, like no saws came and cut across the screen or anything. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen didn't go, Ooh. Ooh. Classic. Okay. So that's the end of the credits. Um, so then um, it's uh, the first day of school, so he's getting ready for school. He goes downstairs. Mom is a really well-known character actress, and I'm trying to right now find out where specifically i know her from but she's kind of she's got like 200 credits just and everything i didn't um, even recognize her honestly really with those sh- those big old eyes no i mean she looked vaguely familiar What's but funny, i wasn't like she's in two episodes of friends that is funny. funny um uh, anyway so she's a character actress and then um so ferris bueller's coming down he's like charm and mom and dad and dad's 
He's not in the newspaper. He's not charming them, though, because all he's doing is sucking up to them. Yeah, but they see it as charming, though. I know, but... But we're privy more to Jennifer Aniston's point of view. But we are also in the movie, right? Like, we know that everything that Ferris is saying to his family, like, when he's lying to them about being sick and stuff, like, we know that he's lying, but he's so cool that he pulls it off. Like, we're like, yeah, do it, trick him. In this, you're just like... What a piece of shit. Yeah, he sucks. And And it's because he doesn't have the charm that Matthew Broderick has, which sucks that I have to say that sentence. Yeah, because, I mean, really... Matthew Broderick does not have a lot of charm. Yeah, I mean, or he just used it all up in one movie. One movie. He really did. He is so charismatic. Election is also good, but he's not charismatic. He's not charismatic in He plays a loser. He's good at playing losers. He's great at it. Hey, Matthew, I know you're listening. (laughs) You're great at playing losers, bud. How's Sarah doing? Um, SJP. Uh, so then uh, Jennifer Aniston comes down and she's kind of a bitch, which is what we expect from this character. Yeah, but they're both so unlikable. It's Ugh. terrible. Like, I guess you're supposed to be rooting. Who are you supposed to be rooting for? You're supposed to be rooting for Ferris. Obviously, but like, then why make, why does everything he do, why does everything he does, why like. Why does everything he do? Why does everything he do, why does everything he does like so awful to everybody else like i don't it's again i guess it's just the same as the but movie it's not though to everyone else well it's to her well yeah it, it is to like the people in positions of power and to his i guess his, and his family his, his sister <laughs> but he he fixes it like just like in the movie he fixes a lot of things for other people and he tries to make other people's lives better Okay, let's keep going. Okay, anyway. So, the mom is so charmed by him because he wishes her an early Mother's Day on the first day of school, which means it's September. So, what the fuck are we even talking about? Because he's that good of a son. I guess. Whatever. I would punch this kid in the face if it was my That's what I mean. Like, that's not charming. If that came out of my uterus, if that came out of my uterus... That's just, like, blatantly, like, overkill on the... On the sucking up. Anyway, so the mom turns to Jennifer Aniston. She's like, hey, you bitch, give your brother a ride to school. And she's like, no, thank you. Um, And then so mom and dad carpool to work together, I guess. I guess. They leave at the same time. It doesn't matter. And he's like, it's okay. I'll just take the bus. And then Jennifer. So it's just Jennifer Aniston and this guy left. And she's like, hey rules you're a junior i'm a senior i'm way better than you you suck don't talk to anyone but she's talking to him like he's first entering high school but he's already been there for two years i don't know i don't know doesn't matter there are so many things in the show that i'm like okay what okay whatever so the whole setup for this first part is mom is asking the daughter who has a car to give her younger brother a ride to school and she's refusing so the brother's gonna have to take the bus we're assuming. Right. But then we hear Hong Kong outside and Ferris has arranged a limo to come pick him up. To oh, you really school. didn't even set that up. You could have you could have set it up so much better. Okay, then you fucking do it. No, it's too late now. They you know, have they the know power about, to edit. They already know about the limo. Um, but yeah, so so it's like, oh, I'll just take the bus. Psych, I got a mother truck and limo right outside. How cool is that? Hey, you did a good job. How- how did, first of all, how does he afford to rent a limo well, to go to school? Well, he explains that later. Does he? Yeah, he says that George or whatever owed him a favor because he got him out oh of traffic God, school. Whatever. So dumb. You know, it's funny. The mom is in What Women Want. Mm-hmm. Guess what her character's name is? Ferris. Sloan. Nice. Continue. <laughs> 
Um, so he gets a limo to take him to school, which we're supposed to be like, oh, what? That's the coolest. And then Cameron is already in the car and they're like, what's up, bro? But Cameron is basically the same character as in the movie, except played by yeah. somebody who doesn't quite understand how to he make that character work. He doesn't have the gravitas of one Alan Ruck. Yeah, instead of this, like, introspective, really heavy, like, depressed, ki- like, dude, we get this guy that just says everything sort of like, oh, hey, Ferris, what's up, man? And he sneezes. That's his only character Achoo. trait. Oh, I don't know, Ferris. I don't think that's such a good idea. Achoo. It's like, no, dude, that's not, you're not getting what makes that character interesting. He's not just like a boring, monotone person. He's got a lot of inner turmoil and angst. Whatever. Cameron sucks, too. He sucks. Anyway, so we get to school. Wait, I gotta, I gotta say one more thing. Can he you? says, Boris, pop in the CD and crank it up. And what does he put on? He puts on the B-52s. Oh, yeah. Rome. And I was like, okay. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we're spending a lot of money on licensing for songs. The here. music in this in this episode is the non-original music. Let's be super clear on that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. It's pretty good. It's very indicative of the time. But it's good choices. Um, Keep going. So we're not going directly to school, are we? Oh, no. Uh, so we so they take off. I forgot. Limo. I don't even know where we're going. We're going to go, us, the audience, are going to go directly to school where Mr. Rooney, who's played by... The guy from Office Space. Yes. So that's says, also funny. Jumping to conclusions. That's what he says in the show. Um, and it's really funny because Jennifer Aniston would later be in that same movie. That is correct. Um, he's also just a character actor. He's in so much stuff. So, like, just think I'm of sure a, he's got a bajillion credits. Just think of a man with a mustache that is not Wilford Brimley. Yeah. And then you got him. You got it. You and got it's not, also not Tom Selleck. But and you're then, way closer with Wilford Brimley. So he's playing Jeffrey Jones's character. He's Mr. Rooney. And then we've got Grace, who's played... By somebody. Know, Who knows that is? Not Edie McClurg. No. Automatically, I don't care. Terrible. She can burn in hell. All I mean, for all I care. For, th- that's just all on this production. They really fucked up on that. You just see, like, yeah, how... fucked. You can really see... Like, I don't know if this would still be true in 1990, because that was only four years after the movie. But these characters are so iconic that, like, as soon as they say their names, you're just like, no. Yeah, it should just be no. something else, because I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, you're like, absolutely not. They really I mean, that's why uh, that's why Parker Lewis can't lose makes way more sense. It's like, well, what if we just had the the feeling, the aesthetic of that, but with totally I, different characters? I would characters. buy it. Yeah. But don't tell me it's just yeah, this. That's not Principal Rooney. That's not Ferris Bueller. That's not Sloan. And I tried to come from a place of of a, of a acceptance. Yeah. And it's just not working. It didn't me. happen. Nobody, I, literally nobody got through to me on the show. Anyway, so we we learn that homeroom is starting. And by that homeroom, we mean there's a full-on school assembly on the first day of school with Mr. Rooney leading everyone in the Pledge of Allegiance. And But somehow Cameron knows that they're missing the Pledge of Allegiance? Well, no, he he knows that they're, yeah, because it's homeroom. I guess they just have he's, he's the like, Pledge of Allegiance in homeroom. Oh, Ferris, we're going to miss the Pledge of Allegiance, man. And then man. Ferris is like, nah, man. He's like, let's stand up because they're in the limo and they have the moonroof open. And then well, a sunroof, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Moonroof doesn't open, so it'd be difficult. Yeah. I'm just being practical. 
Yeah, you're an expert. People were thinking, did they just smash their heads through the moonroof? That doesn't make any sense. You're an expert on sunroofs. <laughs> yes. you've, you've stood up through a lot of sunroofs. I have many sunroofs. Anyway, so they stand up and they start saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Because there's a um, giant flag. And we smash cut to school. And then something happens after this, the Pledge of Allegiance where a bully says something smart to principal Rooney. everybody's just demeaning him everybody's just saying like and Rooney yeah. you suck and he just keeps being like ah thanks a lot oh you're, he that, has you're the best. it coming does he I think so look at him I mean he's the principal I guess he also just has it coming um and then so the Rooney finally decides that he's gonna make a an example of one of these kids and wrongly calls out one of the nerds oh, not no. even the guy who's being a total jackass. Uh-huh. And Grace is like, that's not the right one. And Rooney's like, I don't care. It's somebody. And then pulls up the nerd on stage. I don't even like, remember this. Like, seriously, this show anyway, is like Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. He, Principal Rooney was just like, this fucking guy is going to get is gonna get expelled or suspended. Not expelled. Probably suspended. Um, and then... Who comes strolling on by? Motherfucking Ferris Bueller. With this part again, I'm like, what? it doesn't make any sense because they're up on the a hell? stage clearly just constructed for this first day of school, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna the principal room. He's like, I'm gonna make an example of you, and then Ferris Bueller's appeared in the crowd out of nowhere with like a giant remote in his hand and he's like <laughs> let's see about that and he pushes a button and then Rooney falls through a trap door on the stage that Ferris Bueller had set up somehow on the stage that's an impromptu stage it makes no sense what i don't i i can't even begin yeah i was the show had completely lost me by this point i was like that doesn't even make any sense why did he have a remote control for the stage what is happening anyway moving on and then we get she drives me. Oh, because okay, so we move on from there, and it's we're getting we're we're deciding to start school now, and we're starting to file in. And then who rolls up? I don't know. Sloan. Sloan rolls up, and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> and then that's as Sloan you, Peterson. <laughs> as you were gonna say, we get our, our second pop cue. Yes. Then we get she drives me crazy playing, and I was like. I was like on the table dancing. I took off my bra, slung it over my head. I was like, this is a jam. Continue. By the fine young camera. By the fine young cannibals. You got it. Nailed it. Um, Morgan, can you give me a few bars of uh, She Drives Me Crazy? She drives me crazy. Like no one else. Perfect. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. He says, okay, so this is where we start getting to know this Ferris Bueller. And so everybody's coming up to him at his locker being like, hey, Ferris, uh, can we get the food changed at the school? I hate macaroni and cheese. And the guy's like, I can't find parking. Ferris is like, how about in the teacher's parking lot? You got it, bud. And then it's just a, it's a series of a bunch of people asking him for favors and him being like, you got it. But again, unlike like Ferris Bueller seeming like this like cool like shyster, like somebody that can kind of like get shit done, like it's like like he's like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption. He just seems like a nerd that everybody's like, hey, do this thing for me. And he's like, huh, okay, guys. Yeah, he does. That's totally what it feels like. He just feels like somebody who's just doing homework for acceptance. Yeah, it doesn't feel cool at all. No. I don't know. This guy sucks. Um, moving on. 
uh oh he the the one of the few jokes that landed for me is the one guy says hey man thanks for getting me out of spanish class or getting me an a on that spanish test and he's like hey no problemo and he goes what (laughs) and i thought that was pretty funny uh can we talk about sloan's outfit for a minute i don't i don't even know sure um this is something that i would like for myself i'm talking jean shorts to mid thigh that each leg is so piped out like i'm probably like two feet on Mm -hmm. each leg um the cat has wrapped himself (laughs) around oh my god wire in my okay we almost died um she's also wearing a plain white t-shirt with regular sleeves and she's got this incredibly embroidered vest i'm just i'm just saying i want to bring this back it's beautiful her whole ensemble is incredible I'll trust you. I I don't remember what anybody was wearing on the show. So we get this running montage gag of so we we learn early uh, between Ferris and Cameron that Ferris has hacked into the school's computer and has changed his school schedule to take every class with Sloan. Oh, you Peterson. mean like a creepy son of a bitch? Yeah, this is a very uncomfortable for me as a woman. This, in this whole world. this whole scene is so uncomfortable. It's just Ferris, like, thrusting himself at Sloane. And her continuing to completely ignore yeah, him. Yeah, she sees that he's talking to her and being very assertive. And she's choosing to not engage, which should to uh, hey, Ferris. Ferris, it's a clue. Yeah. She's not interested, but Yeah, just leave her the fuck alone. But he doesn't. And then, so we get a montage of it in various classes of him being like, Ha ha, I miss you, him, him, him. Hey, by the way, I'm Ferris. And she's, like, not talking to him at all. Also, his game needs some is work. weak is weak as shit yeah he's like hey we're playing volleyball i hurt my finger anyway i'm ferris what the hell kind of line is that <sighs> finally we're in driver's ed which is a class that i've never taken it, I, and i don't understand what this is morgan doesn't think that this is a real thing but i took driver's ed in high school so it is at least a real thing for some people okay for me i had to take it outside of school but for this class they're in simulated yeah we definitely never had this (laughs) where it's like a 1940s film and you're sitting in a car but there's like a green screen behind you and things passing and And there's a dummy sitting in the passenger seat that you're responsible for i guess guess. and then so ferris chooses to crash his imaginary car into uh, Sloan's car, and I was like, <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to exchange information. And by state law, that means you have to give me your number. And then and this works on her out of nowhere. She's like a hundred percent on board, well, like one hundred and ten percent. She's like a, a character out of Greece, and she's like, but does he have a car? And he's like, yeah, I can get a car. Yeah. I can get you a well, car right now. I mean, he says he has a car, but he's lying. He's going to steal his sister's car. Oh, spoiler. But, like, I, she, like, I just can't. Like, she turns on a dime. Like, it's crazy that she's just like, oh, yeah, let's go. And he's, because he's like, let's let's go leave school together. Yeah, because we have to have some sort of plot in here, Michael. That's fine. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got a car. Let's go ditch and, and drive to the beach. So smash cut to Jennifer Aniston sitting in class and a teacher's asking a question about something i don't know like most of the show i blacked it out i don't know nothing is happening in the show and jennifer aniston's like yo i gotta go and then teacher's like okay i guess whatever you're gonna do whatever you want and she runs up to school and then um 
uh, Rooney is standing out on the steps and she's like, hey, that bastard's taken off with my car. And Rooney's like, we got him. And he's like, leaving school and stealing a car? I've got Ferris so good. <laughs> he's got like a super boner. Like, it's really inappropriate. I mean, just, just like the movie. Yeah. But so this is my question. Bow, bow. This is one of so, so many questions. Yeah, they didn't even have. Oh, yeah. By by uh, Yellow. Crazy. I, I would not even be able to tell you who did that song. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, no, so hang on. Uh, sorry, I, I got too distracted by ha- insisting that I say the name of the band of the song you mentioned. So in the movie, he makes a big ordeal out of skipping school. Mm-hmm. He makes a huge plan. Mm-hmm. He makes sure all of his bases are covered. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not getting caught for this shit. Mm-hmm. I am Ferris Mother freaking Bueller. Mm-hmm. In this, in the middle of the day... With no prompt whatsoever, he just decides to go off Yeah, but Michael, campus. it's established at the top of the show. He'll do anything to get no, us alone. This is real life. See, what Matthew oh. Broderick was doing in that film, that was Hollywood. This is real. In this Ho- is TV. In real life, this is TV. There are risks. You will get caught. Okay. Anyway, they, they go to the beach. <sighs> they go to Venice or Santa Monica or some shit, and he's trying to get some, like, thing out of her like her to talk and then she's finally like hey just so you know i just came from parochial school this is not something i've ever done before and then she kisses him and again all of this shit i was like wait wait wait, let's rewind i just came here from parochial school i'm never ditched class before in my life and she just freaking ditched class like out of no like just like with this dude that up until 10 seconds prior and then she kisses him so this is when i would be super afraid of this young woman because she's She's crazy unhinged because she's a crazy person yeah because she's known this kid for like five minutes and she's like fuck it let's go she knows absolutely nothing about him except that he uh steals cars and drives to the beach Mm-hmm. And that's enough. And she's, she's down. Gonna, she is down to clown she's gonna let Charlie him Brown. Touch her embroidered vest. And oh, I forgot to say earlier in science class, they're dissecting a frog, and I was like, on the first day of school, on the first day of school, they're dissecting a frog. I got a, cat, a dead cat. I think on my first. On the first day, there's no way. On my. Oh, maybe we you don't didn't. do big projects like that day one. You'd be like, first of all, I'm pretty sure you have to have like uh, some sort of like permission to do that, right? Don't you have to like give a? I I say that I'll do that. I don't think we had to do that for anatomy and physiology. No, because I abstained from doing it. I was like, I'm not doing that, not because I care about frogs, but because it's gross. I dissected a cat. Yeah, that's gross. Anyway, apologies to the cats in the room. Um, we just lost a whole bunch of listeners. Okay. Uh, so anyway, they get back to they get back to school after presumably doing it hardcore. I mean, I mean, she was certainly willing. Yeah, I hope they use protection. I don't think they did. It's Ferris the Bueller? early. I don't know. It's the early nineties, though. We're coming out of a really tumultuous tumultuous time. That's right. They That's were listening to Right Said word. Fred, and they took that advice. I'm too sexy. Yeah, they took that advice. What's the other one? <laughs> Frankie yeah. goes to Hollywood. There we go. Oh, yeah. They sing relax. relax. Yeah, Frankie says relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just relax. Don't do it, I thought. Oh, I thought it was just do it. Relax. Oh, wait, that's Nike. (laughs) Anywho, uh, so we leave the beach. We go to school. 
Um, they pull up into the parking lot, and then Rooney's there, but he's like hiding behind this giant fucking pink truck, like a like, huge monster truck. What does he live around us? Those are the kinds of trucks that people drive around us. Those huge lifted, yeah, but baby monster pink, trucks, which yeah. is nuts. Anywho. It was the nineties, and then so they're like walking. It might have been Vanilla and then Ice's Rooney, car. He like jumps out from the car, and he's like, "Ha ha ha, I caught you!" And then Ferris is like, "Taekwondo." Which is not a joke that lands because it's not because no well. jokes land in this. Um, and he's like, he being Rooney's like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna throw the book at you. That's what he's gonna do. And Ferris is like, and he's like, hey, Sloan, here in this school, we don't, we don't ditch classes. And then Ferris is like, hey, yeah, well, I'm gonna get my lawyer. Well, he he says an excuse. He says, I was taking this young woman to the hospital because of her tonsils. They needed to be taken out. But, of course, Rooney immediately says, well, where where's the records? Where's the hospital papers? Where are the x-rays? Which I was like, x-rays like, for your tonsils? Okay. Do you have to get yeah. x-rays for your tonsils? I don't think I ever did. I don't think so. No, I think they just look at it and be like, yep, those need to come out. <laughs> yeah. Those really... There's not s- bones. Hey, those tonsils really suck. Those tonsil bones have got to come out. Suck. Um, um anyway he calls the bullshit and ferris tries to cover but it doesn't work doesn't matter he gets he calls his lawyer and says i'm gonna get my lawyer because this is the 90s and that's a hilarious <sighs> joke we learned that this lawyer is not a real lawyer because ferris bueller is not a real person <laughs> um uh, the joke doesn't really pay off well for me i don't think it pays off well for anyone this is a an act this is a friend obviously that ferris has done a favor for and now this person is now cashing in the favor by pretending, by pretending to, be to be a lawyer, lawyer. hilarious and great he talks Fantastic. him down from expulsion to detention great so ferris because there's another there's a joke here that i was like that's so dumb um there's so much so many wordplay jokes in this script and i love love me some wordplay but they are just really really bad and i also think they're really poorly delivered which might be the problem but the joke when he after he rooney sees the attorney is he says i had to give in the guy had a gun to my head which first of all it just sounds like you're being literal yeah but he wasn't so i don't know what that meant and then she says really a man of that caliber shyster held a gun to my head well you didn't stand a chance against a man of his caliber that, that could have been a that could have been a solid zinger. If but it was in any, if it was in a good setting, yeah. But these these people don't know what they got. No, they this is just a reckless. This is a car being driven by <laughs> reckless comedy monkeys. Okay. Um, anywho, so Ferris has got to face detention. Uh, but Jennifer he Aniston rolls up and she's like, ha ha, you got him. And Rooney's like, yeah, I fucking got him. He's in detention. She's like, ha ha, I'm going to go in and gloat. And she goes into the detention hall. And she's like, hey, you dipwit. Uh, fuck you. And then she like hits him. And then we realize it's a dummy. Like in the movie when he sets up the sleeping dummy. Yeah. Or like in the previous scene when he's in driver's ed and there's a dummy sitting next to him. Funny. Hilarious. Anyway. So we smash cut to uh, Cameron and Ferris, and Cameron says something about Ferris always thinking with his weenus. <laughs> the notes are getting pretty sparse. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, she's so Ferris runs into Sloan, and she says she's going to transfer to a performing arts school because he said that she should follow her dreams and be a ballerina. Yeah. 
Okay, that happens. Yeah, that happens. For for the listeners at home, a lot of what we're about to continue to tell you is, yeah, that happened. So just know that that's the asterisk at the end of every sentence. So they go to walk home from school, Ferris and Sloane, Mm -hmm. and Ferris, like, offers to carry her bag or something. And then she says, like, no, that's okay. And then he says, well, will you carry mine? Because I have a bad back. Yep. And she carries his books. And I was Hilarious. like. Hilarious. Hey, no. Take a break. But, Everyone is rolling. But does he have a bad back? Or is he just an asshole? He's an asshole. That's the answer. That's not. That can't. That cannot be made likable. No. That's a shitty thing to do. Anyway. So from there. Oh, uh, so Jennifer Aniston gets pulled over. And she co- barely leaves the parking lot and she gets pulled over and the officer's like, hey, this car re- has been reported stolen. And she's like, oh, that was me. I reported it stolen. OK, do not ever get into a car that you have reported stolen because the police will treat you like a criminal. Yep. This is true. Yeah. They are required to because your car is stolen. Yep. So don't do that. Instead, she treats the guy like he's an asshole because she assumes that Ferris put and him up to it. And she takes off. And she just drives away, which we don't ever see a... a- Resolution? Oh, no. So, yeah, we do see it. We learn. We don't see it on screen. Yeah. She goes to jail. Yeah, because obviously, she. I'm sure she was thrown to the ground and arrested. Yeah. Ferris comes home. He's doing more annoying sucking up to his parents. And what are we playing in the background? I don't know. You didn't pick it up? I didn't. Moon River. Wider than a mile. On an accordion, it sounds like. I don't know why that choice was made. He's like, hey, mom and dad just got back from uh, volunteering at the orphanage. And they're like, oh, son, you're the best. And I'm just like, oh, you're the worst. I hate you, Ferris. Um, so the police call the parents and they say, oh, your daughter's done it again. She got arrested for stealing a car again. <laughs> I don't well, no, know. She, no, she got arrested again. Yeah, why is she getting arrested before? Because they're basing that off of the movie. Because she oh, gets so arrested that, in the movie. That counts as being something Yeah, that but meeting and knowing Sloane and dating Sloane does not count. Okay, whatever. This is so stupid. This is a doomed TV show from the beginning. Okay, so now we get the final scene of the show, which is just like a, a monologue of Ferris talking to the camera. And we learn that there are two people in this world. There are people like Sloane, who that kiss you. kiss you. And there are people like Rooney. Who kiss you off. Which, that's an expression, I guess. I mean, I think he means piss you off, but he can't say it, right? I guess. It does not. I mean, you it's can say like, ah, oh, kiss off. That means like, go, that? go away. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not There's that Violent Femme song, with. right? Sure. Uh, <laughs> people are not listening yes. anymore. No, they've tuned uh, This is like the longest episode As they should. Uh, anyway, so he says a bunch of shit. Throughout the whole episode, he keeps trying to match the... Uh, life moves pretty fast. If you don't look around once in a while, mm-hmm. you'll miss it. He keeps trying to come up with like things like that. Good. And they all suck. And it's awful. So he does another one of those, whatever. And then he, for some reason, decides to make this like a full house moment. And he's like, hey, guys, you got to remember that your parents were kids once, too. And they weren't always old. And that's why you got to listen to them. Because they know what they're talking about. Anyway, I'm Ferris Bueller. Oh, and by the way, uh, go fuck your mom. Actually, he doesn't say that. What he says is, hey, next time, can you guys dress up? Because if you're going to be watching Ferris Bueller, you got to yeah. look, have a little bit of style. If you're going to hang with Ferris Bueller. And I was like, boy, if if I already wasn't on board, if I was already like lukewarm yeah, on this guy. Yeah, and if you're telling me that I look like shit through the celluloid, I'm going to... F- like, 
again, Matthew Product might have been able to pull this one off, maybe, but don't end the pilot of your show with making fun of the audience. That seems obvious. Anyway, that's the end of the show. Yeah. Morgan, how did you feel about this show? It honestly sucked. Uh, I'm going to concur and say that this show blows goats. If this is probably... I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the worst thing we've seen so far. I would say yes. This Absolutely. This painfully bad. It's terrible. There's nothing redeeming about it. None of the characters work for me whatsoever. The storyline is obviously nothing. Um, the music is good. So not the original music though. The original music is horrible. No, awful. They licensed good music. Yeah, they picked, and we didn't say they also play the Beach Boys. And, oh, and wouldn't there, it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? And then there was another song that sounded like a Smiths knockoff. Uh, I wasn't sure what it was, I but it was pretty cool because I was, at first I thought it was an original tune, and I was like, oh, this one's actually not too bad. But turns out no, there were lyrics, so obviously it's a real song. Yeah. If you know what that song is, let me know because yeah, I liked it. Right in. Um. Tweet okay. Me. Would you watch another episode? Absolutely not. Yeah, this is easy. No, I would. I would watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off right now. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> um. Okay, that was easy. I have to say one nice thing, huh? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We already say did s- it. No, you got. It doesn't count if you said it before the segment. Got to say something nice about Ferris Bueller. I loved when they incorporated. She drives me crazy, and wouldn't it be nice? And what else did we say? Rome, like you Rome, yeah. No, where you are Um, that was good. And um, don't forget Sloane's wardrobe. Oh yeah, Sloane's wardrobe on point. Uh, the clothes in general, uh, I can get behind. Fucking Jennifer Aniston's like they're not quite overalls. They're like that weird like jumper, but. The the straps themselves kind of look like, um, what are those called? Overalls. Suspenders. Suspenders. But they're, yeah, they're like overalls, but there's no bib. It's just the suspender part, mm-hmm. but it's all one unit. Morgan took a I lot of notes it. on the clothes. Yeah, no, they're great. I honestly, early 90s clothing. What was he wearing? I don't know what he was like wearing. Like a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, it was boring. If you're wearing eccentric, like very period specific clothing, I'm in. I'm so in. And I was in on Sloan, and I was in on Jennifer Aniston. Cool. Um, I also liked. Um, sorry, I hit the mic. Uh, the inner, like the the B roll when they were setting up the beach. Okay, that was good. All right, Morgan took basically everything. I'm trying to think of something that I could think of. I was going to say music. Morgan said that we said it a bunch of times. Something that I genuinely liked about this show. You the, can do it. The joke about. No problemo when he didn't do his his Spanish homework. That's it. There's nothing. This show is terrible. Um, I like uh, I like that he did something with the chainsaw. I don't like that he cut Ferris Bueller, but it's cool that he incorporated that. Yeah, he did that. chainsaw something, which <laughs> is like not something I've ever seen in a show. The thing that I like about this show, well, he chainsawed something. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my good thing. That's good. the only good thing I can think Very of. Good. Um, what do we do now it's after midnight yeah so we're gonna be wrapping this up is there potential for a reboot (sighs) this could be fast no i don't think so no i think we just leave it alone uh yeah don't ever touch ferris bueller's day off don't make a remake fuck you don't make a sequel i don't want to see matthew broderick reprising his role as an old man as a 95 year old don't do it stop we don't need any more ferris bueller the one we have is perfect. Leave it alone. 
Leave it alone. Everyone. John Hughes, R.E.P.D. <laughs> Super dead. Okay, let's do our cut the shit. Morgan, cut, what do you cut, have to recommend? Um, I mean, the obvious choice is to recommend Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I hope that everyone that's listening like literally has, everybody on the planet has, has seen, seen this at least, I don't know, 45 times. And if you haven't, go watch it, you know, 40 times to make it up to 45. Um, this week, I watched a documentary that is now on Netflix from last year called The Last Laugh. If you like documentaries, great. This is a good one for you. If you like comedy, fantastic. Um, this documentary is about <laughs> whether or not you can joke about the hot Holocaust. <laughs> uh, hilarious subject matter. No, it's it's pretty interesting because uh, it's like a typical documentary in the style where you're interviewing comedians and they had incredible access. They interviewed Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Mel Brooks, Sir Silverman, Jeffrey Ross, Gilbert Gottfried, other people, uh, predominantly Jewish people. <laughs> Uh, Lisa Lampanelli stinks in there somewhere, um, talking about their experiences with uh, joking about, uh, particularly with not necessarily the, the Holocaust, but Jewish turmoil, um, as well as other very sensitive subject matters, Sarah Silverman in particular. Um, but they have a through line with a Holocaust survivor that's, it's really interesting balancing, I mean, what comedy is, 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 is tragedy and like the stepping back from tragedy and kind of finding humor in these terrible things in life, because honestly, it's a, it's the best form of survival. Um, and it's on Netflix. So I highly recommend. Nice. Michael. Um, I already said it earlier, but I'm going to elaborate. I'm going to recommend HBO's the comeback starring Lisa Kudrow. Um, it's unusual in that it had its, uh, first season, I believe in like 2002, and then had its second season in like 2012. So there's like 10 years between two, between seasons. And there's only two seasons and that'll probably be all there will ever be. The first season is good but not great. Uh I mean it's it's great, but it, it it's it's not like one of my favorite shows of all time great. It just is a really really solid HBO comedy, but it's it's a very HBO comedy in that it's not particularly funny. A lot of the times it's very like cringy because it's about an actress who has aged out of being in favor of Hollywood and is trying to make a comeback um, and is having a hard time because of sexism and ageism in Hollywood. Um, so cut to 10 years later when we do the second season and that's only amplified because now she's older. But man, Lisa Kudrow in this series is so heartbreakingly honest. Like her performance is like beyond words. I don't even know what to say about it. That she lost the Emmy that year was ridiculous. I don't care who she lost it to. It could have been Meryl Streep. I was like, no, that's one of the best television performances and one of the best performances in anything I've ever seen. So it's a pretty sad show. It's pretty heavy and not that funny. So if you're in the mood for a comedy that doesn't have a lot of laughs, but will make you uncomfortable, um, I definitely recommend HBO's The Comeback. Awesome. I've been Mike. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, Morgan, do you have anything else? Do you have any shout outs? You've been listening to some podcasts. Oh, shit. Uh, movies with the Misses. Please listen. Always. Always listen to them. Serenity's my girl. Um, What else? I don't. You know what? This week I really haven't. I haven't had a chance to listen to a lot of new shows. Um, I was catching up on 
we hate movies, but they don't really need a shout out because they're a big podcast. Because they're huge. Um, cool. I got two I can do. I'm going to I'm gonna throw out uh, More Gooder Than, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool podcast that I just found this week. Um, they're a pretty big podcast, but uh, still want to support all podcasts. Um, they usually choose three movies that are uh, related in some, uh, usually in some unusual way, either the title or some theme. Um, and then they try to, they argue with each other about which one wins, like what's the best of the three. Each one takes a movie and they argue their side. Um, it's really fun. The hosts are great, very entertaining, and they're knowledgeable about movies, which I really like. Um, and then secondly, I will give a shout out to the St. Paul Filmcast. Um, those guys are great. They've been really promoting our podcast as well. I definitely want to give a shout out back to them. If you like, uh, if you like classic movies, if you like modern movies, if you like specifically, they also cover local St. Paul based films, indie films. Oh, did you say St. Paul? Oh God. Uh, yeah. Liz, get out of here. We don't well, want I'm you I'm not here. from St. Paul. I'm obviously from Duluth. Uh, but I would like to, if I could just step in here real quick and give a I'm shout sure out they appreciate the to, heavy accent. Uh, Culver's, if you like uh, some cheese curds that are deep fried, and the butter burger. Okay, Great. goodbye. So yeah, listen to them. Uh, really, really smart dudes that are talking about film in a non-pretentious way. I dig it. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening uh, to Bad Reception. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I run the Twitter. Morgan runs the Instagram. Um, and that's at Bad Reception Pod. If you have a show you'd like us to watch, you can tweet at us and or send us an email to pod.badreception at gmail.com. For those links and more, go to badreceptionpod.com. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Love that graphite. Yeah, love that graphite. Hey, see you next week. And can you try dressing a little better? Because if you're going to hang out with Ferris Bueller, you better show a little style.